0: Welcome to our October 9th worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. God is with us. God is with us here. God is with us now. Precious God, thank you for all the ways that you display yourself to us, all the ways that you show us your reality. We know that you are before us, Remind us that you are behind us and beside us throughout this journey. Thank you for being our constant companion. And in your son's precious name, I pray. Amen. Let's join together in our call to worship. Have you wandered far from God? Are you stuck in despair? Build houses of hope. Plant gardens of faith. Offer prayers of love, for even in the farthest reaches of our journey, God is with us. God is with us now. Amen.
1: This week we learn about a man named Elijah. Elijah is a prophet of God, and the words that God gave him to speak didn't make him the most popular guy around. Elijah told these people that there would be a drought and it would last for quite a long time. And this was basically a death sentence to all of these people. These people relied on water for their food and their income. To think about the lack of water was to think that they would surely die. Not only that, but Elijah's prophecy also set up a direct problem for them. The people had been following a false god named Baal. And Elijah's prophecy challenged that false god. Elijah claimed that his god, our god, was more powerful than their god. That wasn't very good. And that didn't sit so well with them. They were very upset. And God knew that it wouldn't be good for them. So God told Elijah, you better run, dude, go run. God promised Elijah that he would provide him with birds, birds. Okay. Well, Elijah listened and Elijah ran and every morning and every night ravens appeared with food for Elijah. Elijah learned how to depend on God. We can depend on God too, no matter how big our problems are. God is big enough to tackle them sometimes it's easy to trust God especially when things are going good for us right when we've got good grades our family life is going good we definitely can trust God we're like hey God thanks man things are going so good for me praise God praise thank you God everything is great but what happens when things are going bad do we keep thanking God do we keep saying thanks God I know you've got this, or do we stop? Do we stop saying thank you to God? It's a lot harder to trust God when things aren't looking so great. When we're failing a subject or our families are going and falling apart, we lose a big game we wanted to win. Things happen that make us forget about the times that God was there for us. We get angry and afraid, and in those times, God seems a lot farther away than for us, right? But the Bible tells us that God is trustworthy no matter what. We can trust in him with the big stuff and the little stuff. We just have to put our faith and our trust in God. When things are going wrong, God is still in control. So over these next few weeks, we're going to learn that no matter what, in the ups and the downs and those crazy times, God is still there. We just got to keep on believing.
0: Let's join together in prayer. Journeyman, gardener, builder, and giver of life, plant your seed of hope and faith within us. Help us be a people of light and love, that others might see your power in our lives. Touch us with your holy presence and your healing strength that we might move forward in faith and our lives might be fulfilled in gratitude and joy. We pray, amen. Let's join together in the prayer that Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, together in our words of assurance, build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat your fill. God is with us even in our most distant journey. Our scripture today comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verses 4 through 7. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into Exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. So seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper.
2: I got a lot of compliments the last time that I brought you all along with me on a walk. So I'm going to do that again today especially as we're looking at this scripture about settling down. We talk about this this culture of people that have been on a lifelong journey, migrant culture, trying to find a place of peace and comfort and rest in the promised land. And they finally get there. And, you know, I'm thinking about it. When your life, when your culture's DNA is rooted And being a migrant culture, constantly moving, moving from one place to another for safety, moving from one place to another for food, moving from one place to another for water and crops, this group constantly moving, constantly moving, constantly going to a new location and a new place, and they finally make it you finally make it to the promised land but it's it's kind of hard to just disassociate your your dna your your ingrained cultural identity just because that you've made it to a new place so we're out here today and walking and enjoying the day good morning and trying to find a place of peace and rest Culturally, uh, we've talked about this once before in a video. And actually, (laughs) funny enough, I think it was the last time that I walked with you that we talked about the difference of individuals who find their faith in a place of conflict. Uh, That one thing that they have looked for and looked for and strived for. And (sighs) they had the unanswerable question and, and finally found the answer. Hi, good morning. And they find a place of peace, but it's still rooted in the conflict and the worry. So we might look at that again. Good morning. We might look at that again in this conversation. You're going to hear me being friendly to every dear friend that I walk by today as well, because that's a part of this resting conflict, too. I want you to think about the path of your journey. Hi, good morning. I want you to think about the path of your journey and within everything. I mean, we, we, we live in lives that we're trying to pay our bills. We live in lives that our car breaks down at the most inopportune moment. We live lives that we finally get ahead and then a pipe breaks or something. There's, there's, (laughs) there's a constant need of taking care of something. Well, we begin to see growth and and prosperity and hope, even in our worship centers. And but we still live within a part of our ingrained DNA. But what about this? What about this thing? What about my thing? I I think about that a lot too. And this, this conversation that we've had people that are in constant movement moving away from something. I really doubt that many of them were desiring to go back to that. Life when they moved to this new place, except it's only life they understood. Hi, good morning. It's the only life that they understood a life that's in constant movement and transition, trying to find care and help and comfort by moving to the next place. And sometimes we start to get something rooted and going, and then Our instincts begin to kick in and we want to move on to the next thing because it's what we're comfortable doing. I've seen that in so many different ways as a pastor, especially at different churches. We we get these huge projects in mind. We get some new huge practices in mind and hi, good morning. And We start to work and go towards it and then many times many faith centers that I've worked with things start to stumble because that one thing starts to get rooted but the history of the DNA of the participant is this is where things usually fall apart so it's going to fall apart it's time to shift to something else this is the time that the thing has usually been set to the wayside so Let's set it to the wayside and it's going to fall off. But it's not always that way. And when we look at the scripture today, it's, I think about this in a very deep and real and a, an emotional level that it's a reminder that, you know what, even though that we exist as individuals at time that move from conflict to conflict, even though we exist as individuals at time, who have had great grandiose ideas that have fallen apart, even though that it's been our history that at times that we started to get rooted in growing, a change has come along and, and it's changed the path and the growth stagnates or it declines. But there are times that we can plant our foundation, we can be comfortable in the place that God has us and we can really put down roots and grow. I want to share with you at North Coast United Methodist Church at 1501 Kelly Street, Oceanside, California. Right now we're in a place that I see is that we can start putting down some states. We can start putting some foundation down. And it's a big, huge chance that our SPRC and I voted to take because we needed to start building the house foundation that's talked about in this scripture. You know, very recently, we're we're in about a month that we have hired a, a children's ministry coordinator. And when you watch this video, next week is... Uh, October the 15th, Saturday, October the 15th. We're going to do this big, grandiose event at our church, this Trunk or Treat. And I really see this activity, both in hiring the Children's Life Coordinator and in taking this chance of doing this community family outreach event, this Trunk or Treat, as I was saying, Okay, we're sitting on the shores. We are at a point that we can start building a house that can begin to make important changes for other people. I'm really excited to see how this trunk retreat's gonna go. Because I feel this is gonna be a part of pouring the foundation. North Coast United Methodist Church. A part of us saying, okay, here's the house. We're getting responses. We've been on this journey for so long, and here we are, and here we are. I had a blessed opportunity to celebrate the pouring of the foundation of this home last weekend. Last weekend was World Communion sunday and within our live services and our our live services are online you can see them i serve communion to everyone and then i asked all the kids to come back up forward. because what i wanted to do with the kids is to show them that they have an active place as caregivers in our church they have an active place as leaders and and um well, they have an active place as leaders. They can be involved, actively be involved, in beautiful mu- moments, including that beautiful moment of sharing holy communion. Now I'm gonna get some emails at pastor drew davis at gmail dot com saying, "Do the kids really understand?" And I'm gonna write back to you and say, from my understanding of prevenient grace, Jesus Christ was still present in the activity. So there, we've done our emails back and forth. But the beauty of this whole thing for me became, these kids felt important. I got, I've already gotten emails back from families. This kids had a special moment that they got to be up front in the big loud mouth that talks for 25 minutes, asked them to do something very special and significant for him. That's very much pouring the foundation. I look at the scripture and it talks about helping the sons and daughters grow in their path and to become the parents. And I truly completely see this activity with asking the kids to come forward and serve communion to me of being that level of an event, showing the kids that they do have a place of significant importance and they have a place of significant guidance that they can be the leaders and the caregivers and the person who is the visible caregiver up front well at times they can step up and be a caregiver for him and that's all a part of pouring this foundation that'll help us build a home because we're approaching promised land and I'm really excited for it now here's the thing and I can only imagine within the hearts and minds of those hearing this reading this writing for the first time there's a lot of unknown that exists as we move closer to the promised land there's a lot of scary things one of the most scariest parts is we're asked to give something up so that we can move into the promised land. Now, I tried to lay this conversation out just a minute ago, but I'll attempt it one more time. The only life that they knew was a migrant lifestyle. The only life that they knew was, I'm going to move from one place to the next. I'm constantly looking for food. I'm constantly looking for shelter constantly looking for water, and that's the life that they knew, but within this moment of moving into a new place, they're being challenged to set roots and set a foundation and to do something that they've never done before, which is truly be comfortable because they are reaching the place that God has prepared them to travel to. I feel that we're doing that at our church, and I see it, and I feel it even within myself. There is some uncertainty in the journey. What well, I kind of see this uh, trunk or treat as about as a as a promised land experience, as an opportunity to to set stakes in a promised land, and and finally, like really dig in and grow and build a a mansion that will help a a lot of young men and young women and so forth find a place of comfort and in a worship center. But there's a lot of unknown in that journey, and it's a challenge to change the DNA of who we've always been to get there. I want to share a different way that we did this, and this was another blessing that I had. Last week, not just the blessing of preparation for the trunk or treat or the blessing of the opportunity to be served communion by the kids. But last week, a church member and I had the blessing of going to the North County LGBTQ Center to learn about their work and to begin to spark some really true, passionate conversations on how can we be in ministry together? How can we help these dear, dear friends together? And within that conversation, I learned about this beautiful ministry of care that the North County LGBTQ Center is doing for so many dear souls who are looking for places of understanding and comfort and care. And within that, there's a place that we can all be involved in participating in that. But it it charges us to really look and ask the question, what do I need to change in my present to be that person? This journey to the promised land sparks changes. This journey of the promised land reaching the place that we hope for and have prayed to be at should spark some change. I hope that when we work hard to do things and accomplish major tasks, that we don't find ourselves living in the same DNA as when we started the journey. But hopefully what we can see some changes within ourselves that can open doors of opportunities for other and others and from learning about the Uh, unicorn house that helps dear friends find housing who have been exiled from their homes from finding their identity to counseling and conversation place of safety to truly process new feelings and understand new feelings that our dear friends are going through to having some food and having a youth group, a hangout time, to having books about affirming leaders in an LGTB community, and stories about other people that have gone on this journey and found their identity in it. It's a beautiful task, and it's a call and a challenge for many of us to look at the world through a different set of eyes, and it's a set of eyes that are not our own, but it's the eyes of Jesus Christ, and I'm really excited about this journey. There's so much that our church is on the peak, like at that pivotal moment of, of blessings. And I pray that we don't slip back into our comfortable D- DNA and, and digress. So as you look at the scripture today, think about the ways that you're changing Think about the ways that your being is evolving so that we can understand others more deeply and be passionate about needs that we've never thought about before and open doors of care that can become us building a foundation of hope and a home that other people can constantly come to and find their place at the table. Thank you for being in this conversation with me. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. If
0: would like to have the opportunity to get to know you, please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us. Let's join together in our prayer of giving. God of miraculous grace, transform our gifts into work of ministry, transform our lives into your presence in the world. Through these gifts, may we grow in the knowledge of Christ and be strengthened in the unity of faith to bring your loving justice and extravagant welcome
3: when i look up what should i see it should be a rainbow on the far horizon stretching towards eternity when I look out, what should there be? The sun burning across my blue sky, shining down its light on me. Oh, surround me like your season. Why don't you rise? Your stream. oh, and you promise me
4: tomorrow. Won't you
3: give, give us back our dreams? When I look up, what do I see? Leading to the rainbow that reaches right back to me. When I look out, when
5: I look out.
3: What should there be? Spirit on a mountain top, bringing everybody peace. Oh, surround me like your sea.
4: Oh, and from promise me tomorrow, won't you give, give us back our dreams? Oh, surround me like your seasons, and why don't you
0: again for joining us in worship let's join together in our closing benediction go forth with god build houses and live in them plant gardens and rejoice in the harvest seek the welfare of the places where you are sent pray for the people for your community go in joy For you are the people of God's promise. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. God is love. Amen.